Hi friends, welcome back to the Wildly Successful Law Firm Podcast. I'm Nermeen, your host. And today we are going to be talking about lies that I have told myself in my business. Before we get into today's episode, I want you to pause and I want you to ask yourself, what are some of the lies that you've been telling yourself about your law firm? It's a little bit of a heavy conversation and you might need a bottle of whiskey or wine or whatever your poison is, but the whole point of this conversation is for you to have an honest moment and an honest look at your law firm to really assess where things are right now and where you want them to go. Let's get into today's episode. So you might be wondering, Nermeen, why is it not okay for me to lie about my law firm? Why do I have to be honest? What's the whole point in this? Well, here's why. I work with a lot of clients who say that they want a certain kind of law firm. They want 10 locations, they want a fancy office, they want all of these things. But when we really look at the things that they want, in fact, it's not what they want, right? And so you have to pause before you start going in this direction of 10 offices, 10 employees in each office, 17 practice areas, et cetera, et cetera. Just pause and ask yourself, what is it that you actually want? And then build towards that. Because if not, then you're essentially just taking the really, really, really long windy road to the beach when really the distance between you and the beach is a straight line. You're gonna end up going curving around and taking all these detours and just a very long way to get there. So asking yourself now is incredibly important for you to actually build towards the practice that you want, not the one that you think you should have, not the one that someone else told you you should have, but the one that you want, the one that's right for you as a law firm owner. Maybe it's that you say as a solo forever. Maybe it's that you don't have a law firm and you become a partner in another practice or you go of counsel or you are in a four person practice. Whatever that looks like, now is the time for you to ask yourself, what lies have I been telling myself about my law firm? So I'm gonna share with you a few of the lies that I told myself about my business. And when I actually got honest with myself, it completely reshaped how my business looks today than it did six months ago, than it did 12 months ago. I want you to know that you're not the only person who tends to lie or go down a road for a practice or a business that isn't truly what they want. So I'm gonna share with you my lies and then I want you to take this as an opportunity for you to ask yourself openly and honestly, what are the things that I am lying about in my practice? Okay, lie number one that I caught myself in was that for a really long time, I was telling myself that I wanted a team of full-time employees to work with me from my home. I wanted a home office where they could come to and we could all work together in a beautiful space and you know, have that camaraderie of in-person and be able to connect and really get things done for my clients. The reason I thought I wanted those things is that I have wanted to shake up the legal industry for a really long time. 
the hourly billable rate, uh, way that you know solo and small firm owners tend to charge less than they actually should, and just the imbalance in their schedules and those you know feast and famine months. I really wanted to shake that industry up, and I still do. So for me to do that, I thought I needed you know a full team of people to help me with YouTube, to help me with this podcast, to help me with all of these things that I wanted to do. But the reality is that I didn't need a full team. And I started to go down the road of the full team. And what I ended up realizing was that I was spending all of my time managing my team instead of doing the stuff that I really love, which is talking to you like this. And there was a reality to it that was like, hey, I don't actually need a full-time team to be able to do this. So what I needed was the right team members to work with me who had an experience and expertise level that was so much higher than the full-time staff that I had. So I ended up letting everyone go, refocusing, rehiring, reshifting my business model to bringing on people who were experts with multiple years of experience who could tell me, okay, Nermeen, this is how you need to set up the shot. This is what you need to talk about in the podcast. This is what you need to talk about in the video. I didn't need full-time people for that. I just needed people who were super experienced. Now I pay a lot, like more than market value for my team of contractors, but I think that it's only fair because I'm leveraging their years of experience and I'm okay with paying extra money for their years of experience because that just means less mistakes. I get the shot, the video, the quality of the audio that I want that makes me feel like a professional in this space. That's lie number one. I did not need a full-time team and for so long I kept thinking I needed a full-time team. I didn't, I just needed a better team, a more experienced team. And that's what I have now. Okay, so lie number two that I told myself was that I wanted this business, we are wildly successful, my consulting business to generate $1 million in revenue. I want it to be a seven figure business. I know a lot of law firm owners that think that they are not successful unless they've hit seven figures in their practice. I've been in those circles. I even did a whole series on how to be a seven figure practice owner. I'm not knocking on having seven figures. I'm not saying that you should not want to achieve that. For me, I kept thinking that this business should be the thing that gets me the seven figures. But when I took a step back and I really looked at it and the kind of like white glove, super high touch service I wanted to deliver to my clients, and the fact that I don't trust other contractors and I don't trust other consultants to be able to do the work that I do, the only way that I, that would happen is if I charged a ginormous amount of money, which would take me away from being able to do the work that I do with my smaller one-to-one women-owned law firms. So that wasn't gonna work. So when I reshaped what seven figures actually meant for me, it was that I wanted to have a seven figure revenue, but it didn't need to come from just this business, right? 
What I realized is like a lot of other celebrities, especially if you watch Shark Tank and you pay really close attention to how these celebrities leverage, that's what I realized I wanted to do. So I'm gonna give you the example of Kevin Hart. So we all know who Kevin Hart is. He started off as a comedian, but he's not just doing comedy. Now he's an actor, but he's not just an actor. He's also a business owner. He's not just a business owner, he's also an investor. So he took that one skill set and the money that he made from being in comedy and leveraged it into other arenas for him to be in. So he has a really nice diversification of his skill set. He doesn't just get money from acting, he doesn't just get money from doing comedy tours, he doesn't just get money from other businesses that he's invested in. All of these things contribute to his wealth. And for me, that's what I realized that I wanted. I didn't just want my business to be seven figures. I wanted it to allow me to, to give me the opportunity to invest in other businesses. And that is what I'm working on right now. So yes, we are wildly successful. I will always be the consultant for that business. I will always have this business. I will always have the podcast and the YouTube and all of that. But in addition to that, whatever money is generated here, I then want the ability to invest that into other businesses that I might come across. Maybe it's an artist business, maybe it's a photography studio. I don't know what it is, but I wanted it to leverage into other businesses so that I'm fully diversified and I'm not just relying on me and my consulting services to generate my wealth and my revenue. Now, the same could possibly be true for you. Maybe you don't just want your law practice to generate your revenue. Maybe you wanna take the extra 50, $75,000 you make this year, and maybe you wanna put that into a piece of commercial property. And then you now have two pieces of assets to generate income and wealth for you. And then maybe those two things, your practice and your commercial property, then get you into a third and a fourth and a fifth, right? So that's what I want you to think about. And that's why I wanna have this conversation is ask yourself, when you say you wanna be a seven-figure law firm owner, does that actually mean that you want seven figures from your practice? Or is it that you want seven figures in general? You want seven figures of wealth because that's going to look very different. I will tell you, I work with a lot of solos and many of them are making 400,000, 500,000, 600,000 a year, and they are not spending that revenue on their own lifestyle. They're stockpiling cash, and then they are taking that cash and putting it into other opportunities that come up to get them to that seven figure. So I want you to think about that as you're thinking about, okay, do I wanna be a seven figure owner or do I just want seven figures in wealth and revenue? It's a very different question to ask yourself. The third lie that I caught myself in was that I'm a private person and I could never have a podcast or a YouTube channel. I know that I have seen a lot of people talking about a lot of things that are deeply personal to them. And I just look at them and I'm like, wow, good for you. I could never do that. I'm a very private person. I respect my privacy. 
I definitely do not even use social media to post photos of my family or my friends or anything around what I'm doing. You don't see photos of my food or my drinks. I mean, I honestly barely even take photos as it is when I'm on vacation. So I'm not exactly going to be sharing photos that I don't even take myself. What I realized is that that was a total lie. I could still have a podcast and a YouTube channel and talk about my experience as being a law firm owner and my experience as being a lawyer in the corporate world and my experience as someone who has pivoted six times in her professional career. All of that is my personal experience that I am happy to share and that I hope people learn from. And it doesn't mean that I have to share private details about my life that I think are just mine and only I'm entitled to them, right? So I really, when I sat down and thought about this channel and this podcast, a lot of it was trying to figure out what I wanted to share and what I didn't want to share. And right now, I think that I found a really happy medium with sharing my professional mistakes, my fuck ups, all of the successes that I've had a lot of the, along the way and a lot of the mistakes that I've made. And that's how I want to keep this podcast. I want you to be able to not make the same mistakes that I did and really use these episodes as a way to leverage your experience and your wealth of knowledge in your law practice. Those are the three things that I lie to myself about. I want you to ask yourself, what are the things that you're lying about right now in your law firm? Be honest with yourself. This is not an easy conversation to have, but I will tell you, it's probably one of the best conversations you can have with yourself about your law firm and where you are and how you want it to grow and how you want it to look and you know how many people you want and what your practice area is and how much money you're gonna make, right? These are vulnerable, honest conversations to have. So just give yourself some space. Maybe you need to journal it out. Maybe you need to work through it with a therapist or with a friend. I'm not sure, but I want you to know that I'm here for you and we can talk about some of this stuff during the Pick My Brain session. There's a link below if you wanna check that out. It's 200 bucks, it's 60 minutes, it's quicker than a lunch break, and we can go through some of your questions during that time. All right, everyone, that's everything for this episode. Thank you so much for listening in, and don't forget to listen to next week's all new episode as well. And if you haven't already, leave us a review. It goes a really long way. Thanks so much, bye. Hey, law firm owners. Thanks so much for listening in to another episode of the Wildly Successful Law Firm Podcast. I so appreciate your support and being here. Please, please, please take two seconds to subscribe to the podcast or to leave a review. And don't forget to sign up for our newsletter because I do send a lot of specials and offers and just cool things via email once every week. The link to sign up is below. Thank you so much again for supporting me. I am here to help you grow your wildly successful law firm. Thank you.